0: Welcome to How We Grow, an essential playbook to grow and scale your vacation rental business with advice and insights from the best in the biz with your host, Linnell Gordon. Welcome to How We Grow, the vacation rental show where we give our guests the opportunity to give advice to new property managers or property managers who want to grow. We've picked some of the most expert operators in the whole industry. And today we are very excited to have Dennis Robinson with us. Dennis is the CTO over at Midget Realty, and they are located in Hatteras, North Carolina. And Hatteras is a place that is really cool. It's very secluded. So it's a very unique market. It's very insular. But Dennis has been marketing there for the last 20 years with Midget. And Dennis, thank you so much for coming to be on with me.
1: Thanks for having me. Well, good to see you.
0: It's good to see you. It's nice in our industry, guys, that we make friends. And Dennis is a very good friend of mine. And if you want advice after you listen to this podcast, Dennis, are you willing to give advice to people that call?
1: Absolutely. Anytime. All
0: right.
1: And has been a great friend of mine, too.
0: So let's talk for just a minute. The first thing I want to start out to talk about is tell me a story about guests or owners or both. Let's talk about both.
1: So you have about 500 houses on the Outer Banks, like Linnell said, and um, we're in the main tour season, the summer season. So we get a lot of Northeast customers that come down and the demands are always a little different. But one of the stories that sticks out is we had, um, and we're also the Blue Marlin capital of the world. We have a lot of fishing tournaments here.
0: Blue Marlin, yummy, yummy.
1: He uh, called in and wanted an early second, like many of our guests do and as enough says we're pretty isolated, so staffing is always an issue and getting people in early before second time is oftentimes hard. So the guest had a demand. It was an emergency, emergency, emergency. So we're rearranging the schedule and coming to find out she had just had a spray tan and that was the emergency. And if she left it on, she was gonna be orange for the rest of the, the spray week.
0: Spray tan. Oh, my yeah, gosh. Yeah. But God. another
1: good one, Linnell, is we had a guest that <laughs> called in one day, you know, staying oceanfront. And, you know, oftentimes, even though we do live in a national park, they think the beach immediately in front of them is private, which it's not. So they called in and demanded that we go in and dig up this shipwreck. Mind you, we are the great of the Atlantic, too. So <laughs> they wanted us <laughs> to dig up the shipwreck because it was possibly going to hurt their child or an unsatisfactory experience on the beach in front of their house. So. That was a good one. I mean, you just never know when the phone rings, what's going to present itself. And that, I think that's part of the allure of the whole vacation industry is every day is a different day. So it's always fun. It's always exciting. But there are some days that you just want to have wine for breakfast.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I want to mention that Hatteras Island, where you guys, how many miles out into the ocean are you? Atlantic Ocean.
1: Well, it's a 60 mile long island that's completely surrounded. So I'm I have off the mainland about two miles so it is pretty exclusive pretty nice and oftentimes if you see a hurricane on the East Coast they do a 400 miles or 300 miles south southeast of Cape Powder. so we do stick out into the Atlantic and often oftentimes yeah. have hurricane skirted for pretty close by
0: it's one of the most beautiful places I've ever been it really is gorgeous and it, the seclusion is part of its charm so in that market because you're secluded and you're a drive-to destination, you know, people have to fly somewhere and then they drive. Your closest airport is how far?
1: It's about three hours, north Norfolk airport. So yeah, right. about three hours away. So.
0: so when you market in that area, it has to be difficult because you have to pull people in there. And you do great, not only with repeat guests, but in pulling people into that market because it is so unique. So actually, why don't we start out with, talk to people who are in exclusive areas who are hard to get to and they're only in drive to. What are some of your tips for them to be able to pull guests into that market.
1: Right. Mm-hmm. Oftentimes when we're talking about marketing plans, we do rent properties, but we do a lot of destination marketing. We have a great visitor bureau here that does a lot of destination marketing. So, but we piggyback on a lot of their efforts and sell the experience. We sell an experience. That's what we're marketing is, a true experience. We're not selling a six bedroom house on the front. We're selling the Hatteras experience. So telling your story, I think for a while, we did a really poor job of that. You know, like. We've been here. We've been in business over 60 years. So telling your story and allowing people to make that local connection in your messaging really is how we've been super successful. You'll see us at all the community events. You'll see us there because we are a family. We're a team and you know, many of us are born and raised here like myself. So we want people to experience what we have grown up around, what we see every day. So you're not selling a product, you're selling an experience. And that's why I always try to tell people that work in our department here, that that's what we're really going after. So if you can tell your story, tell your story. Because a lot of people are corporations, and they don't have a lot of story to tell.
0: Oh, no kidding. Let me ask you this. What differentiates Midget from the other companies on the island?
1: Well, right. so like I said, I was 60 years in business. a family business. We're now in the fourth generation. So The fourth generation, kids are working in the business, which is great. And it still embodies what we started with. You know, when you're here, you're part of our family. You're part of, you know, the Hyderabad community. And so we excel at that. But I think also we excel at, you know, marketing and what we've been really focused on as some of the national brands have moved into market is service and communication. I know it sounds cliche, but communication is so key here. I mean, having your offices locked maybe or not answering your homeowners, it's unheard of in our business model. So... That open communication line is what you've got to keep open. Keep your doors open. Keep people at your front desk. You know, you might have a lot of traffic, but the people that want to come through your doors, talk to them. Treat them like your family.
0: You have a very interesting owner story that I think we talked about. I want you to tell the owner's story about the one who's so frustrated at you, got really frustrated with you.
1: Right. Yeah. So Lynn knows I have a big year basset hound and a golf cart. <laughs> we take a ride every afternoon. But so one of the homeowners <laughs> is sliding me down in one of the neighborhoods. And I'm thinking, uh oh, what's going on? She said, she had a bone to pick with me, was I think the term she used. And I said, well, man, what's wrong? Well, how can we fix this? And come to find out, she was upset because in the last few years, we have rented her house too much and she was not able to enjoy her happy place. So, they're good and they're bad. But yeah, ended up getting a few more blocks in our calendar, yeah.
0: Yeah, that is funny. Yeah, there's this thing that you have, I think, where owners can block up their own houses. But I think that's, when you get to that place, you know, you're in a good place.
1: It's just half getting, but I mean, yeah, it's a good place to be. And since COVID, we, our calendars have been full early in the season.
0: Thank God. That's a really good problem to have. For people who want to grow, you've done significant growth over the years, and you haven't acquired other companies to do so. So tell me a little bit about your strategy for acquisition of inventory.
1: So for a long time, we put that on the back burner and that was a huge mistake. So we like to learn from more mistakes. We hired a dedicated person to facilitate or to attract new homeowners. And that's been great. We also are using inventory. They've been helpful for us. But my advice would be is back to the communication. If you're going to give suggested rates, set them realistic. Don't just try to compete with your neighbor because you're going to have to produce. And I would much rather under-promise and over-deliver than over-promise and under-deliver. So I think that's it. And if you're trying to grow, grow strategically in areas that you're able to support, I mean, we are selective on the properties we take. Because sometimes an owner's not a fit, sometimes the house not a fit. Sometimes we have too much inventory in that segment. So taking everything just to grow, I think, could potentially damage your brand. So we're really focused on that and also what you can support. You know, everybody's having trouble with their labor. So don't take on more than you can support. I mean, we predominantly on the outer banks here, earn on Saturdays and Sundays. We're doing some new flex days that has given us more flexibility to have cleaners during the week, but Strategically grow. Look at your opportunities, talk about opportunities, use your analytics to find out, you know, maybe you could have rented five more or five bedrooms. You don't want the 10 bedrooms. I mean, everyone wants shiny and new, but look at what pockets of inventory you excel at. You have excess demand and that you can support.
0: Mm. So it's a very strategic growth. Strategically grow based on the inventory you're looking for. So find out what inventory you want to have and then go after that inventory.
1: You're right. I mean, like we built this brand of consistent cleaning. You know, I mean, sometimes we talk to everybody else. I'm not going to tell you don't, but we don't want to come in with a new year where, you know, the national brand comes in and you're able to acquire a lot of properties quickly from their fallout and then not be able to support it. So just for your growth in one to two years, you've wrecked your brand that you've been established for 60 years. Probably been really strategic. Built
0: by property managers for property managers. Streamline is a powerful software that gives managers enterprise-level capabilities to drive more revenue and improve operational efficiency. Migrating to Streamline allows property managers to gain functionality while reducing the need for multiple vendors, improving flow by logging into a single system and reducing redundant technology costs. With Streamline, property managers achieve revenue lifts by leveraging our fully-fledged communication center reservations quoting system, revenue management tools, homeowner acquisition CRM, and powerful direct OTA connections. Streamline also has industry-leading trust accounting and report capabilities to give you clarity in an overall company performance. Learn more about Streamline vacation rental software at StreamlineVRS.com. I know that one of the strengths that you have is you're very creative when it comes to marketing. I mean, you're really creative. Tell me about the most successful marketing campaign you've done for guests coming in or owners, whatever.
1: So I think one of our, we haven't done it in a few years, but what we did is we bought the bracelets that everybody was there and we called them Amazon on. But anyway, they were branded, there black and white, like our lighthouse here. And what we did is every guest checking in, we'd allow them, I think it was 10 per at home and then what we would do is you would see them out through the community. So we were basically branding our guests here on the island. So we would know that if you were in shopping for groceries or whatever, that these guests were staying on the property. So we would, you know, have people thank them for staying with us. And then what we did in addition to that is we had what we called the price control. So we'd go out frequently throughout the week and we'd give them swag. Oh, you're staying with major realty. Here's some swag. So really people wanted to stay with us, but we also knew that we were sending our guests to the restaurant, to the store. So people were seeing it and said, oh, we saw, you know, for breakfast this morning at the restaurant, you know, we had a table at 10, they were all your guests, we saw their wristband. So it was good in so many facets. And this is a little, maybe too much of a story, but we had a kid that unfortunately was wearing a wristband and had an incident in the water with an animal. And he had to leave vacation early because he had the bite. And it was on the news and whatever. But anyway, we offered that family to come back next year for free on us because they were representing it and it was a wildly successful campaign of we called it branding our guest but we called it the price patrol so but they, we did that for a few years when we would do different color brands each year so they were kind of collecting those as well so
0: it made them feel special
1: it did it did it was in it made them feel they're again like part of our because people were thanking them for staying with us and it wasn't just you know somebody in the grocery store
0: right well, that's a great idea. So if you had one piece of advice for property managers who are looking to grow, what would you tell them?
1: To growth. I keep going back to that. And also when you're growing, look at efficiency tools. A lot of times if you're at a conference or wherever you're getting sold and you're looking at all these tools, more is not always better. Shiny is not always as luxurious as you might think it is. Look at what your end game is. Like where are you trying to go? I mean, if you want to grow this, is there a tool that can help you do that? Like if you don't have staff, can you, you see the Slack solutions or any kind of home automation? Like look at all that and what your end game is. Don't just keep buying more tools and more tools because sometimes less is more and you can be so much more effective and efficient if you just know what you're trying to do and look for a specific tool instead of just looking at what's finding and you new. Know.
0: So what are the most important tools that you've used to help with your growth?
1: Well, I think it all starts with a solid for EMS. I think that's like where you've got to start. You've got to build a good platform before you can go anywhere. We've been through a few changes. We're currently using Streamline, which we love. But in that, we set up a few other ones, like I said. And and some of the mistakes we made is we would set it up how we've always done business. And I think that was a fail on our part. So when you're looking at it and growing, start with that full property management but with an open mind of how other people are doing it. Talk to your colleagues. Talk to other people in other markets. And see what is the best way to get to the end game. When I mean, we all rent houses here in North Carolina, it's a little bit tricky with trust accounting, but it's the same game. So talk to your people and, and figure that out and build a solid four before you do anything. But to answer your question, Leno, I'm, we are Redmax users too. And that has been a life changer. In 2020, we were worried to death we were going broke, but when they opened our bridge back and they allowed guests, we sold our inventory too quickly. So we effectively thought it was great right at that time, you know, like, but we left a lot of money on the table. So the next deal we implemented RevMax and it was super successful. And last year we had pretty much a consistent occupancy because it's been so good, but we were able to increase our revenue significantly through that tool. So I think build that core platform and then figure out what your goal is. Like We know that we only have a short window to rent here and so maximize the opportunity in that window and RevMax has really done that for us. I could go on for our tools all day. We have a solid platform, but uh, those are the two biggest pieces of advice right now.
0: <laughs> RevMax is a tremendous tool. It really is. When I told my sister, I said, you have to implement this because it's going to make you more money. So I'm glad. And it's true. It does. It really I does. I told you
1: to the same thing.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so if you were going to look for peers to help you with advice, where would you go?
1: So I like users' conferences. as a put on, like the Streamline Summit. It's been really great for us because A lot of the people are using the same tools, so you can bounce ideas off of them. We've been really successful there. I also think building relationships, like Rocelle, for an example, I can pick up the phone most days and get a hold of her cell and say, Rocelle, how are you handling message? Or she'll call me. So to build some relationships in other markets where you can pick up that going and call. Say, how are you doing this, you know? And a lot of times we've done it with people in market too, because I mean, yeah, we're competitors, peer competitors, but sometimes, you know, in your market, you're up against the same hurdles that you guys can all collaborate and effectively overcome.
0: That's great. Yeah. I think it's really important too, in any business, if you think about it, there are always peer groups. A lot of times you pay for them. I think Matt Landau has a really good, solid base of people on his platform that he uses for this. And if you go to the events, the industry events, you're going to find people that you meet and they're great. You know they're there for the same reason you are.
1: That's great. You're right. He and Steve Schwab are doing like Keystone yeah kind of small conferences. Yeah, I think I'm going to attend one of those next month. I'm looking forward to that. That's a small group, no vendor, so I think that'll be a great thing.
0: I think that's an excellent idea. I would love to be a fly on the wall and listen. <laughs> so you'll have to you'll have to come I'll back and tell back. me how things are going. <laughs> yes. yes. Sure. No details, just how things are going. I'm going to ask you one last question. If we could make any technology. That would help you. What's missing in the industry that we don't have?
1: Well, I'm not sure. I mean, we're pretty happy with ours. There are some deficiencies as always, but an all in one platform is what I've always strived for. And <laughs> I think we're getting slow. You know that. I mean, from LSI tools that have plugged a hole in many solutions for now, but like an all in one tool.
0: One ring to rule them all. That's what everybody wants. We do. And look, you know, maybe one day in the future we can put everything together.
1: We're getting closer. I mean, we are getting closer. We've done a lot of consolidating and in our conversations, it's like you might lose something in the consolidation, but that's streamlined, no pun intended. It works. There's a lot of give and takes. I think that's another thing you need to look at is your give and take when you're making those decisions.
0: Well, thank you very much, Dennis, for coming and chatting with me. I really do appreciate it.
1: No problem. Anytime.
0: After your next group meeting, you're going to have to come back and you'll have to report to us and say, hey, you need to come because of XYZ and we'll see how that goes. Thanks again, Dennis. This episode of How We Grow was brought to you by Streamline. To find out more about how Streamline can help grow your vacation rental business, visit StreamlineVRS.com. Make sure to search for How We Grow in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts, or anywhere else podcasts are found and hit subscribe so you never miss an episode. On behalf of the team here at Inhabit, thanks for listening.